welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, happy NBA Finals. Uh, my name is Tanner Dawson of Let's Talk Sports and the Sports Buffoons. Joined with me is JG of the Sports Buffoons and Mr. Scott Cobe of Let's Talk Sports. What's up, guys? Not much. Pre- pressure's off with the Celtics not being there, so. <laughs> <laughs> now you can enjoy basketball again. We're just getting ready for the sweep, man. Like, everybody broke out the brooms already, so let's get it over with. Hey, yep. I told you Wednesday, Denver in five. I'll give I'll give Butler a game, so. Yeah. Oh man, what a thing to talk about. Game two is tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Guys, we're we're in the midst of it. NBA Finals is here. Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets. Um, the Celtics ended up getting knocked off due, I mean, partly due to an injury, but just overall, just bad play, horrendous time. But don't worry, yep. uh, Scott, Joe Mazzula is returning per Brad Stevens. So your wish is <laughs> no, that's for me. I'm the one that fired his ass, and then I brought him back after he won- he pulled his head out and won some games. So he can thank me for that shit. Oh, uh, so you yeah. kept his job. That's what it he is. Kept his job. JD, did you hear him after the game when the press asked him, "Do you need to switch anything up?" And he's like, "Nope, we're fine. Totally fine." No, oh yeah, wow. yeah, I remember that. Come on, really, really? Okay, 84 points in the game seven's fine with you. Nah, he's good, man. He's he's a younger guy. What is he like? Thirty four years old or something? He's uh, yeah. He's got a long. He's got a longer leash now that that yep, he, he kind of proved that he could not get swept. I guess thirty four. Yep, yep. I mean, he's only a year young, older than me. So, meanwhile, you got Udonis Haslam, who's getting ready to turn forty three years old, still sitting on their bench. Yeah. Why is he? Why is he's he not shit. coaching? That the fucking Celtics coach should be a player, and Udonis Haslam should be coaching. He's forty-three fucking years old. What, but see, that's the he, thing. Joe doesn't have it. No, was he injured or something? I mean, why didn't he even play in? in no, it's the just they're not going to put him in. They just want him on the bench. Yeah, he's there for veteran leadership. He's not there to play. It's just like uh, Iguodala. That's what I was making, just say that. That's all it is. Yeah, he's getting ready to turn 43 during the NBA finals, and he's making about 2.9 million per year. That's That's not a bad gig. No, no, you don't. I'll do that gig (laughs) all day long. I'll play in your 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 trash time all day. I'll be here. Oh man, guys, let's get into it here. Uh, You know, we we got the Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets game two. Like I said, tomorrow night, uh, Sunday, June 4th, guys. And I mean. This is insane. A Miami Heat team that was an eight seed going, you know, defeating the number one overall Bucks, uh, then playing the Knicks, who were pretty hot at the time, and then yeah. beating the Celtics, uh, you know, in that in that final game seven. Like this is insane. This Miami Heat team is continuing to do things that they shouldn't be doing. Again, this is a team with also a loss in the play-in tournament. Yeah. Teams you normally don't see this kind of stuff, right? Uh, even with the play-in tournament. This is a team that wouldn't even be in the playoffs to be truthful if there wasn't a play-in tournament. So you got to remember that as well. And then, you know, the side Denver Nuggets, you know, they, they went through the the, the Suns. You know, you, you had you had the the team of the Suns of the Durant Booker making Aiton look like a, a little little person and uh, possibly get him kicked out of the Suns this offseason. Uh, and then you go play LeBron and you sweep, you sweep the goat, right? You sweep the goat, right, Jason? 
the goat. And then AD, you, you make AD score a bunch of points, but you you prove his game. Now we're here. Now we're here in the finals. And Joker game one continued to do the same thing. Triple double. Uh Jamal Murray with a double double. And you you continue to allow these big men inside and score a lot of points, but they don't get the second chance points. They don't, they're not able to get there. And something to note here, we'll we'll talk about it later. Actually, I got something else for you later in this game. Okay. Uh, but like Jason, let's start with you, man. What's your what's your takeaways from game one? I I wasn't really surprised. I mean, I gave Miami a little bit of a chance to to steal that first game, but after seeing the game, I mean, you could obviously see that they were gassed from that long seven game series. Um, you know, they went they flew straight to Denver, but that first game in the altitude, you're just trying to get your wind. And I know people always say, well, these guys are professionals and the altitude really shouldn't affect them. When you just get out of a long seven game grueling series like that, the altitude is going to affect you. And you could just see it by watching the players. I mean, a lot of those missed shots that they had were coming up short. Uh, Jimmy Butler didn't look like he was full speed. He just kind of looked like a, a plotter. Um, so he did, you know, they did, they didn't really look right to me. Um, and Miami really shot like shit. Now Denver, Denver played a good game, but they didn't play their best game. So the first thing that I noticed about Denver was, you know, offensively and defensively, I thought their, their scheming was on point. Um, they were well coached in that first game. Um, but you know, Michael Porter jr. Was only two of 11 from beyond the arc but he still had 20 points. So he's not going to shoot that poorly going forward. You know, he probably was a little bit rusty, which is something that we talked about with, with Denver possibly being an issue in that first game, but he was a little bit rusty, but he's a much better three point shooter than that. And so if I'm Denver, I feel great because Michael Porter jr. Didn't really shoot that well. Now the rest of the team shot pretty well. Um, but, you know, while they only won by 11 points, if Michael Porter Jr. plays a little bit better, has a little bit better shooting night, that game's a blowout. And so that's that's what I take away from it from Denver's perspective. You didn't play a great game, but you still won by 11. Um, now, on the Miami side, my biggest two concerns, number one, Aaron Gordon getting all those layups. And Aaron Gordon is a bad matchup for Miami. They don't really have anyone that can guard him because Bam Adebayo, he can't do everything, right? He's got he's to work on Nikola Jokic. And so I think that opens up a few minutes for Kevin Love because Bam Adebayo needs a little bit of help defending the paint. So Kevin Love didn't play at all. Yeah. And I think that's, that's going to be one of the adjustments that you see is Kevin Love, you know, they're not going to give him like 25 minutes or anything like that, but they're going to give him some time in there defensively to help Bam Adebayo defend the paint. Otherwise, Aaron Aaron Gordon is just going to keep getting all these free layups with nobody contesting him. And so you need a little bit more length in there for Miami because Denver is just overall a longer team. Um, so that's my first concern. My second concern um, – is just that, you know, Miami, they're, they had a bad 
shooting night, um, only shot 40% from the field, whereas Denver shot 50%. You can't have that happen in game two. Um, I, I was one of the, the guys that uh, kind of tried to buck the odds in this series. One of the few people that actually picked Miami to win the series. Uh, but if they don't get game two, and I said this before this thing started, if they don't steal one of the first two games, um, I'm gonna I'll switch my pick immediately uh, because Denver Denver's gonna win the series. I mean, and you know it's it would be a little bit different if Miami wasn't such a huge dog. I could see them going down 0 to two and coming back, but Denver is such a huge favorite that I don't see Miami pulling off a comeback if they go down two to nothing. So that's my second biggest concern. So you're gonna uh, switch from Wednesday if Nuggets yeah. win that. Or tomorrow um, the bright spot though for Miami was uh, I thought that Haywood Highsmith did a great job guarding Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray was only two of seven from three, um, and I I want to see them give Haywood Highsmith more minutes on him because I think that's the best matchup that they have to throw on Jamal Murray to try to guard him, and then on the offensive side of the floor, Haywood Highsmith. Only had 23 minutes, but he shot 70% from the field, and he had 18 points. So he was hitting shots, and I think they're just going to have to give him more minutes to try to slow down Jamal Murray because you're not going to you're not going to slow down Nikola Jokic no matter what you do. And so I think you've got to try to do the best you can to slow down Jamal Murray. Do you think uh, <clears throat> they have the off brand of Nikola Jokic? Uh, on the Miami Heat, that's Nikola Jovic, Jovic, six uh, ten uh, guy as well. You know, he only played thirty two seconds. It was trash time, but it's just funny over there. I'm like, oh look, the off brand. But you know, it, with this with this team here not playing Kevin Love, I thought it was a huge factor because now yeah. you got a lot smaller, and we know, you know, entering that Mike and I at least talked about it. This is a big mismatch in height. This starter starting crew alone for the Nuggets are tall and. They don't have really anybody else outside of Bam uh, and Kevin Love that can really battle that height in it. Scott, I guess what's your take here as well? Um, you know, the bench here for the Nuggets was only three guys with very minimal minutes. I mean, do you see the Denver Nuggets doing this same kind of thing again since they're home? Yeah, I, I mean, I do. I, I think that Denver got up by 17 early in the game and just kept them at arm's length the whole game. So the, the the theory on NBA radio after the game was, well, Caleb Martin didn't shoot well. Jimmy Butler didn't, didn't play well. Miami's in a good spot. They'll come back and they'll be more competitive in game two. I don't see yeah. it that way. I think that, that the altitude is the biggest home factor, or biggest X factor in the NBA playoffs this year. And I agree with JG. If Miami does not get game two, they're going to lose, I, I think, in five. It may be four. I mean, I'm giving Jimmy Butler one game, but I think Miami needs to show up and play better, a lot better than do, they did in game one. Do they necessarily need to win, or do they just need to keep it competitively close? I think they need to win because you got to win one game in Denver. So uh, you, you have to get – I would not count on going back there for game five if that's the case and getting that game, especially if Denver's up three to one. So the game, I agree with JG, the game you need to get is tomorrow night, game two. And if you don't get that game, 
All Denver really has to do is split Miami and go back to Denver and, and wrap it in game five. So I agree with you guys. Kevin Love needs to play. He just needs to play. Bam is going to get tired just covering Jokic. I know he's slow. I know he's out in the perimeter a lot of the times, but Jokic is a, a lot to handle. So Bam needs help. And Kevin <laughs> Love is the game. guy that can help. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, Jokic scored 27. And does anybody think he had a really, really good game? I think he had a solid game. I don't think he had a really all the way to the fourth quarter to get that 10th rebound. Yeah. And Jamal Murray is, again, he, you know, he's a beast. So the X factor in this series is Aaron Gordon. And he scored 12 points in the first, what, six minutes of the game in game one. And then he kind of went silent. But as JG said, he was getting easy, easy buckets. And that's a problem for Miami. You can't give up easy buckets to Denver. They expect to win. Right. So JG here, let's, uh, let's, let's put your coach hat on. If you're the Miami Heat, what's your starting five? Who's your top three bench players, and what do you got to do to win this game? Well, I'm going with the same starting five. I mean, I don't think the starters really matter as much. The only thing that matters is who are you giving all the minutes to overall. And so we're going to give Kevin Love some more minutes, obviously, to protect the rim. Um, but also, I'm I'm putting Tyler Hero in. I know we talked about it before the series started that maybe you could get away with not bringing him back until – game three but even if you were going to do that you you've got to get his dick wet so to speak in game two and i don't care if that means throwing him in there seriously for 10 to 12 minutes if i if i just give him 10 to 12 minutes in game two get his dick wet if he can give me eight to ten points that helps me because i only lost by 11 points and i'm glad you brought up the fact that that it wasn't a good shooting game there, Scott, for Miami. Max Struess is not going to shoot 0 of 10. So I, I'm not I'm not going to take away minutes from Max Struess just because he went 0 of 10 in one game. That's not going to happen the whole series. Caleb Martin is not going to shoot 14% from the field from this whole series. They're just getting acclimated to the altitude. So those guys are going to shoot better. Duncan Robinson's not going to shoot 16% from the field. He's a very good shooter. Jimmy Butler's not going to have a plus minus of minus 17. That, that's not going to happen for the series. But if, like I said, if you can get Tyler Hero 10 to 12 minutes in this in game two, then maybe in game three, you bump him up to 18 to 25 minutes. And if he can get you 12 to 15 points in that game, again, you only lost by 11 points, but you played like shit. That's so that that's the thing that makes me feel good as a Miami Heat fan. If I played that badly and I only lost by 11, all of a sudden, if I can insert Tyler Hero in games two and three, and if he can somehow just kind of resemble that guy that was putting up 20 points a game in the regular season, that to me, that can change the whole series. Now, I understand he's mediocre defensively so he's going to be a liability defensively but i don't really care i've got a score in this series because that denver offense is firing on all cylinders and so i'm throwing tyler hero in there to get me as many points as he can and even if he comes out rusty in game two like you you got to get him you got to get him in there you got to get him into the rotation because otherwise this series is going to be over um 
but that's so you're not worried about defense as much then for the heat like you're you're like the other teams that play passion Mahomes, right you got to score on these possessions you got to go out there and put seven on the board to keep up with this guy is it the same thing i i wish that they would spend more time focusing on the other guys and not so much nikola Jokic because nikola Jokic, he doesn't even want to score dude like he's willing to do whatever it takes to win but he doesn't want to score. He wants to orchestrate the offense. He wants to get a shitload of rebounds and assist the ball and make his team better. And if you're going to allow him to do that, as the Miami Heat have done so far, you're going to lose. I would rather have Jokic put up 40 fucking points in every single game or 45 points, and then you shut everybody else down. You shut Michael Porter Jr. down. Um, you keep rotating different guys onto uh, Jamal Murray. You know, obviously we want Highsmith to guard him as much as possible, but shut Jamal Murray down. And I want to make, I want to turn Nikola Jokic into a scorer. Just yeah. let him have 40 points every fucking game. I don't care. I'm going to shut the rest of the team down. And that's, that's what I'm going to do defensively. But um, okay. I want to see a little bit less zone from Miami because it, it worked a lot in the Boston series. That doesn't work nearly as well with Nikola Jokic because, you know, they, they, they can just slash through that zone defense. I mean, when they play that two-man game with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, they, they can slash through that zone defense no problem. And the adjustment that I was talking about earlier was if you give Kevin Love more minutes to protect the rim – all that's going to do, if you keep playing that zone, it's going to open up the three ball, and then Denver is going to start hitting their threes. So I'm okay with a little bit of zone, but I think they need to get off of it a little bit. I want to see a little bit more man-to-man, and I want to see Nikola Jokic force him to just start shooting. I, I do not want to see that offense running on all cylinders, and I want to shut the rest of their offense down and then just let Jokic get as many points as he wants. The the one the two things that I'll bring up is number one, Miami was the lowest scoring team in the playoffs, so they're not going to go out and score 120 against Denver. They're going to be in the the high 90s to low 100s. So they have to find a way to shut Denver down. And number two, I a thousand percent agree with JG. Let Jokic score 40. It's Jamal Murray. It's Michael Porter. It's Aaron Gordon that you have to slow down yep. and control because Jokic is more dangerous when he scores 25 points with 14 assists and 14 rebounds. That means Denver is running their offense at, at optimum level so that you got to shut the rest of them down in order to have a chance to win in this series. I love it. I love it. Now, Scott, we're going to throw it at you here for this game here. Give me two bets. Two bets for the people here. So I like Jokic's over on points, rebounds, and assists. I think that he's, again, he's the facilitator of that team. He's he's like the, the James Harden for Philly in Denver. He, he gets the ball. He wants to set his teammates up. That's number one. Number two, I would go with Jimmy Butler's over points. Because I think Jimmy Butler is going to have yeah. one of those games that are going to, is he's going to score thirty. I just think he's got to score thirty points in order for Miami to have a shot at winning. Bam scored twenty six. 
Jimmy Butler 13, Caleb Martin 3. So, so I have Jimmy Butler uh, points right now. Players scoring the most points, blah, blah, blah. Points over or under 26 and a half. Oh, it opened 26. It's down to 25 and a half right now. Yeah. He's got to score in order for them to win. He has to. And, and I think Spolster knows that, and I think Spolster is going to get the ball in his hands as much as possible in this game. And so you're going as well points, assists, and rebounds? For Jokic, yeah. For Jokic, it's, okay. It's around 50. 51 and a half. Yeah, I'd go over. I'd go over. He, like he, hit, he hit for 52 in, in game one, I think. 51 or 52. And it was 50 and a half. So I like that. Yeah, it looks like it's minus 110. Uh is your yeah. best odds right now. That's in bed MGM. So yeah. for the over. So hey, I mean, I don't I don't hate against it. I know he like last last game, I threw in the triple double bet for plus 105 on bed MGM, yeah. which was the best out there. Uh hit that luckily on that 10th rebound. This, I mean, this week here, I got the double double for Jamal Murray. Uh, and I believe that was like plus it was something stupid, like plus two thirty. Yeah. Uh, so I got that going as well. I mean, that's my big bet of the, of the, of the game tomorrow is the double, double for Murray. Cause that's what he had this last game. It is plus five forty on DraftKings right now. That's, that's for the why. Yeah. For that's yes. Insane. The other thing I did was before the series, I put nuggets in five and that was at like plus five seventy five or something like that. The, the yeah. way I'm attacking this series betting wise is I'm not going after the, Denver minus eight. I'm going after the the Jokic PRA, the Butler over under points when I, I think it happens. And I hit the Nuggets in five games because I think Butler will get uh, – Miami will get one in Miami. I don't think they're going to win game two. I think they're going to win game three. Jason, it's you taking the money line on the Heat plus 300? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the money line on the Heat just because, like I said, I mean, they, they have to win this game, so – I think they're going to come out with a sense of urgency here. And I, I think they've got the feeling that although they didn't get blown out in that, in that first game, which is key, because a lot of times the teams get blown out, they come back more with more fire and more urgency. Although they didn't get blown out, I, I think they're going to have the same type of urgency mm-hmm. uh, because it, this is just a, it's a different animal, man. They're, they're a huge favorite. And, yeah. you know, Denver, Denver is dialed in, man. You can just see it in their body language. Yeah. They're, they're playing for blood. And so I think if you're Miami, I mean, they, they've got to know in the back of their minds that if, if they go down 0-2 in this particular case, it's over. So, yeah, I am going to take the plus 300 uh, for Miami to win. And I will also take uh, plus 550 if the Heat win by a winning margin of one to five points. Ooh. So you're just thinking if they if they win, it's gonna stay close. Yeah, yeah. They're they're not gonna blow out Denver. Denver's just too dialed in. I, I could see it if that's the case, I see it being like Miami 102, Denver 100, something like that. When Miami scores a bucket late to win the game or something. So awesome. Awesome. Well, there you guys go. There's your finals preview coming in and your betting for game two. Uh, obviously there's going to be a lot more still to come here going into next week. I believe next Friday is game four. So when we're back on here, guys, next Saturday, it is going to be, uh, we'll, we'll know where we're at essentially, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, 
either it's been a sweep or we got one more game to go. So uh, I'm excited for it. So guys, uh, make sure you guys tune in Monday night. Of course, we got the LTS sports show starting. Uh, and then you'll be back with the sports buffoons on Wednesday night. Uh, excited for that because I'm sure we're going to have a lot more to talk after uh, three games of this final series. So um, everybody have a safe weekend. Enjoy the finals. Check out uh, Stanley Cup finals out tonight as well. The eight seed Florida Panthers, the other team that's the eight seed on that side uh, who beat the Boston Bruins initially. So uh, check them out. It's going to be a fun series as well. Everybody have a fabulous day. We'll catch you guys later. See you. Thank you.